0: eye chakra located between the eyebrows is a seat of intuition. Some call it our sixth sense. The third eye is what we can count on when our other senses just won't do, and it's time to make that decision. It takes self-trust to tap into the chakra effectively.
1: When balanced and engaged with my third eye, I feel perceptive and observant. I'm less inconsistent and indecisive about myself, how I exist, and who and what I engage because I'm assured and confident in my intuition, emotions, and decision-making. This balance brings discernment, wisdom, clarity, and most of all, unwavering faith.
0: I got into readings at 19 when I was introduced to the Oracle of Tehuti through the Kemetic tradition. I also got into the I Ching, um, which is connected to ancient Chinese tradition. When I first learned about these systems, I used them to help me navigate important decision-making. I was young. I wasn't so confident. I didn't have the experience of making decisions in my life that led me to success. So seeing the accuracy of these readings, following them, and doing the spiritual work drew me in more and more. I just decided to adopt these tools as a means to guide me when I felt like I had to make unbiased decisions or when i felt i had an emotional attachment to whatever decision i needed to make Mm. yeah so i still use the oracle um but as i've become more self-aware and less reactive and more observant i've been able to utilize to teachings of wisdom and truth to draw my own conclusions and make my own decisions when needed and based off divine law Mm. and i think yeah, I think it's crucial for us not to skip that step of learning and self-cultivation. You know? What do you mean? Um, like, I feel like it's important for us to really ask what a reading may be trying to teach us when we do these readings, or what is it trying to prepare us for, or what patterns of behavior is it trying to show me, um, You know, tarot and readings, because there are different types of readings. Not all cards are tarot cards, um, are so popular right now, but it can get to a point where we're abusing the oracle. Okay, guys, pause. So right now we are talking
1: about tarot cards. So for those of you who are not engaged in this practice, this is to gain some insight. This is not something I have specialty in, but I'm excited to hear more. From C News, so keep
0: going. This, <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't promote myself as someone that does reading Okay, and I don't. It's not something I offer on my platform. It's just something that I use for my own spiritual development. I might use use it for close friends. I think we've done readings together before. Um, but I will say that um, what I have done has been extremely powerful. Mm. Um, and it's worked for me. Um, but. You know, again, going back to the whole um, abusing the oracle, if we're constantly asking for guidance without using what we've learned from these readings to cultivate or sharpen our own inner knowing, <clears throat> excuse me, then we cheat our spiritual practice. Because the reality is we cannot skip the steps in spiritual development. Mm. You know, and I, and I feel like some of us um, have a tendency to use these systems as a crutch yep you know um i've had friends ask me to do readings and i'll say no just talk to me let's just talk and it it has really been helpful you know um because the reality is the oracle is for insight but again at a at a certain point in your development you have to become the oracle yeah and and this is not to say that there won't be moments where you'll need support because as we grow, new lessons will come up. Mm-hmm. But if you find yourself consulting over every little thing, there there may be little to no space being made to build your internal eye, um, and it can become crippling. And you only cheat yourself.
1: Yeah, I, I, as someone who's not grounded in kind of any spiritual practice. Um, and didn't really have a way to, or a formalized way to tap into another realm or this kind of god or ancestry realm, um, I think I became immediately intrigued in these practices, you know, like terror and and intuits and, you know, readers and, um, you know, people that have been either through by themselves or otherwise um, feel more connected to divine and more connected to spirit. And I've even talked to some of my friends about how, you know, going to see and into it or going to get your terror done, you know, um, over every little life decision can be so like, it can almost be like, um, like an addictive practice, right? Because Mm -hmm. we often feel indecisive, we often feel like we don't know what decision to make, or that you can make a wrong decision in general. And so you, once these tools became evident to us and available to us more and more, as we're seeing it on Instagram or or through people now who are these self-professed brujerias or whatever. You know, it's like, let me tap into this. You know, let me have someone else tell me what to do and what I might be able to, you know, or tell me that I'm right or t- or shift my direction in some pathway um but i i love your idea of just saying like you know you are the you know I, you're someone also i admire because you do have some groundedness in a spiritual practice um and you have these tools available to you but in truth like you you know have turned people away and sit back like um or no i won't do a reading i oftentimes find that the clarity that i need to receive or rely on externally or have been dependent upon historically externally, I have it all within. You mm-hmm. know, and so that conversation with a cis friend and working it out um is so important. So saying you are the oracle, I just was like cha ching moment. That was like a money moment for me.
0: Yeah. And I'm and I mean <clears throat> what I what I do find You know, you mentioned how I turn people away. What I do find is that when people get the readings, three days later, they forget what the reading is. (laughs) I know. I'd be having to write some things. (laughs) And And it's not, look, it's not even because, you know, there is like a lack of familiarity with the teachings. It's because it's like you were just looking for a quick answer. Exactly. And you weren't really prepared to do the work and that's what I tell people I'm like hey I'm not here to tell you any answers I'm telling I'm here to let you know this is what the situation is and this is what you could cultivate in order to you know get what you need but again like I don't really publicize doing any readings and to be honest like as I've gotten older and deeper into my spiritual development I've done less readings and to be honest like like just even chatting with you um, and having conversations with one another, I think, has really strengthened my own intuition. And 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 that is just to kind of speak more to like that affirming quality that comes with our conversations. Like, you know, sometimes you just got to have that conversation with your sis. That's like, girl, you or know, bro. you know, or or bro, or yes. other, yeah, or other, or yeah. them, them, you, they. you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that alone, just saying like, oh, you know what you need to do can really activate you and really turn on that intuition and that intuitive self that sometimes just, it, it's just a matter of like tapping into your own self-confidence. It's not that you don't have a knowing, it's that that confidence is, is lacking. Um, yeah. Yeah. oh
1: so, yeah. I, I, a while ago for a friend's birthday, um, she booked like this group session with an old old friend of mine, um, a teacher that I used to work with, Elizabeth Train. I'll just name drop her because this experience was kind of life shifting in a way. Um, but she did say, you know, similar similar things to what we're talking about is like being your own pendulum, right? And she was like, all of, all the things you need to know is already within. We were much younger, so. Um, and we're kind of just now getting into kind of like our spiritual conversations and talking to each other about what that meant and kind of getting out of the church, you know, for some of my friends. And so um, she, you know, really kind of, uh, not molded molded us, but um, pushed us to consider that the question, the answers are already within. And if ever you need to know something You know, just sit in a very quiet decision. Don't make an impulsive decision or, you know, don't even if you don't have someone else available to you, sit in a quiet place and talk to yourself and and tell yourself, yes, affirm yourself like and, and see what that means and see what that feels like to feel yes in your body. And then, yes. And then say things that are not affirming. Say no, and you can't do this, and this is wrong. And then see what that no feels like in your body. And this is a closed-eye practice sitting in a quiet space. So then you feel what your yes and no feels like. My yes feels very expansive. I feel like I can breathe. My lungs feel open. My chest is up. My shoulders feel light. I also always feel like some interesting um kind of pain in the back of my neck or like some pressure in the back of my neck when i'm Mm. going against you know my intuition and going against what i know in my through you know wisdom um and going against my third eye um truly and so identifying that true yes and that absolute no and being my own pendulum has allowed me to like guide my own decisions and be less reliant on some on external forces too. So that's a a practice that's super tangible that I think everyone can impart. Um, And I think also just like that, what is very true is when you have insecurity around even talking about a spiritual realm, you know, even talking about spiritual practices, um because you may not have foundation in the church or you've you're removed from the church and you're trying to go back to more kind of ancestral um, spiritual or um, things that just feel more tangible and feel more honest. Um, it, it, these kind of conversations can also, you know, be a little scary for you or make you kind of weary. And so it's been helpful for me to talk to Yusinu a lot. Um, because you you just bring so much clarity and and you just make everything so much more tangible um and so I just I think it's super important to know that it's all it's all within you know in these conversations about as we are talking about solar I mean not solar plexus but talking about you know the third solar
0: plexus too (laughs) that confidence seriously Mm -hmm. yeah definitely
1: yeah the confidence I love
0: Mm -hmm. I love what you said about um the body um and observing your body when you um give whatever decision you're trying to make a yes or a no um there's a book called the body keeps score Mm -hmm. and it just speaks to like trauma in the body and how trauma affects your physical and you know I think that saying yes or no to something that may not align creates that trauma in your body. So being able to, you know, tap into your own inner knowing tap into your own inner wisdom can really be beneficial. And to feel it in your body can really be beneficial. Um, And then, you know, I, I also really love um, the whole idea of not really attaching ourselves to these spiritual systems. I think they're great for community. I think they're great for learning and receiving knowledge, but the reality is there's no greater teacher than your own experience. Yeah. And, I, and one thing that I remind people is that even, you know, even with the Bible, it was a person that sat down and decided that, you know, these stories that maybe they observed um, <clears throat> was worth writing or, what have you like every single thing was something that someone has come up with, you know, and, Mm -hmm. or, or has made an account of, or, you know, documented. So I, I think it's important for us to, you know, remember our own power and remember the importance of our own stories and remember the importance of our own witnessing, um, and take those things into account before we attach ourselves so heavily to someone else's word or someone else's, you know, and I won't say wisdom because I think, you know, getting wisdom from elders or, and getting wisdom from people with experiences, um, it's, it's very important, you mm-hmm. know, but I, I think that there has to be um, other aspects to our spiritual growth and cultivating our own wisdom and that is to experience things ourselves.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The God is within. God is within. Ashay. I agree. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Ashay.
1: Yeah. Honor those who, you know, have those types of wisdom, but I I definitely do believe that. It's all within. And there's nothing new under the sun. All the answers you have. And they are very available to you. Yes. Um, So getting on to this journal question. Yeah. I love journaling. Yeah, I've been doing quite a bit of that. So I'm excited.
0: Nice. Mm -hmm. So you're doing a journal question? I'm doing the journal question. How are we doing today? I
1: will... Say it, and then you answer, okay? Oh, and I got to answer first we'll, this time. Yeah, okay. we'll switch it up. Um, okay, cool. All right, what could go wrong if you didn't get confirmation and you trusted yourself? What could go right? Hmm.
0: So, you know, I'm going to answer that question a few ways. Okay. So as far as what could go wrong if I didn't get the confirmation um, that I wanted Um, and I trusted myself is that whatever image I created in my mind is now tarnished. Mm. Whatever I was hoping for is now something that doesn't may not exist. Right. Mm. Um, But what could go right is that the unfolding of my journey, my path will go the way it needs for me to get where I need to be. I'll I learn whatever lessons that I need to learn. Um, that's kind of what I, th- I I think, you know, for that specific journal question. I mean, I think all the things that could go wrong are, are really connected to um, what I could potentially be attached to as far as the outcome goes.
1: Mm, I understand that.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay.
1: I, I understand that. Um, I think there's something, there's something to, uh, you know, to the exercise of trusting yourself too, that you kind of build, um, kind of the capacity to continue to trust yourself once you exercise mm-hmm. it. And it's a, it's a, a practice, um, mm-hmm. you know, and with any practice you sharpen it and you become an expert. Um,
0: There's a certain resilience that comes with making the decision and it not being, you know, the outcome you want, Mm -hmm. like, you know, and we all need that, you know, survival is all about adaptability. So I think that not having that confirmation sometimes is necessary. Yeah. I I mean, and in the
1: conversation of expansiveness, you know, whatever decision that you make, I, I just truly believe there's no wrong one. You know, like ever, right. if you go left or right, you're supposed to be exactly where you are, you know? And so sometimes we look for this confirmation in ways that it's just like trust the, the expanded path or the larger picture, you know, the larger picture will be what it is regardless. You know, like I think, um, what's the book? Uh, um, the Alchemist, you know, like it is all written. You know, like your path is designed for you regardless. And you'll you'll hear these things and you'll get these confirmations over time and you should listen to them because over time, if you don't listen to them, then they'll wane and they'll fade. And then you no longer will maybe step into whatever, you know, it's it's in your highest destiny. You know, that's a, a consideration and an idea. Right. Um right. and then you could just have some existence that maybe is more meek or
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's there's no climb without friction. Exactly, exactly. You know, so and those experiences are important.
1: Yeah, and they won't always feel good. You know, um, I think that I know. <laughs> you know, I know. That that's been the biggest thing for me is like sometimes uh, I'll answer the question in a bit, but I just felt the need to share, especially after you answered. Um, you know, that confirmation um, won't won't always be what you expect it to be. And right. You can't resist
0: it. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yes.
1: You sound like you want to share something.
0: I just felt the <laughs> you you are always putting me on the spot on here. You're so funny. No, I'm not sharing anything, y'all, right now. <laughs> not today. But I, I, will, I definitely support what you just said. Okay. Okay. Yes. Well,
1: I will answer the question. So what could go wrong if I didn't get the confirmation um, or I didn't get confirmation and I trusted myself? Um, what could go wrong if I didn't get confirmation and I trusted myself? Uh, what could go right? I'll start with what could go right. Um, and then that will help me with what could go wrong. Okay. Um, so again, what could go right um, is, again, me um, sharpening my my practice or engagement with trusting my larger path and what is destined for me and just trusting the bigger picture. You know, that that bigger picture is like, if I don't get confirmation to turn left or right, and I don't have my GPS and my navigation is off, you know, and nothing- and Hey, you didn't
0: like, print out MapQuest. <laughs> and I didn't print out <laughs> MapQuest,
1: you know, and I didn't ask somebody for the directions, and I'm just kind of moving. Um, you know, I think there's also, so, that leaves room for curiosity, leaves room mm-hmm. for, for self exploration. It leaves room for um, just possibilities that the imagination, it leaves room for breath, it leaves room for, you know, things that you could not have predetermined or forecasted, and things that, like, sometimes shit just, you, you, when you're kind of just moving and grooving, and you're kind of in alignment without confirmation, it, it it feels much more exciting, you know, like, the road ahead just feels more, like, you feel more alive, I feel, mm. you know, like when I when I am yeah. doing some rote, kind of like automatic, when I go from A, it goes to B, then a C, then a D. You know, when I'm in this linear way of, of navigating where I need to get confirmation and validation with every step I make, then everything feels so contrived and small and tight. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of just like I'm, I'm, um, I, I'm just less alive. I, I feel less electric um Mm. and uh you know that that's what could go right um and I I guess that is kind of what could go wrong and right um I kind of answered that
0: (laughs) together you did you go yeah
1: I answered that together um but I I love that question um you know that capacity to trust yourself is just it's just so 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 important. Or trust, and if you can't trust yourself, you know, I, I, sometimes I, I, and I will share this with you. I'll, I'll get a little personal. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I, I do have this fear, you know, because everyone knows now, after all these episodes, and if you don't know us in some way, that we're we're mothers, um, but I do have a fear uh, in general because my life has been very like I go to school, I am you know I go to college and I graduate from college and then I get a job, you know, and those are kind of the traditional pathways that I've been taught to live. Um, and I had a baby much younger than what I thought I would have a child. I had a child also and became a single mom, and you know am and also the first kind of creative in my family. And so I'm leaving, living an untraditional life. And so I did not have um, a lot of confirmation about the path that mm. I was paving because it was unique, you know, um, in that uh, I, I think what I was blessed, my sister was also a single mom and had a child younger. So she was able to talk me through that experience. But being an artist, um, I did not have someone to be able to validate that experience or, or make clear what that will be for me. And so I've had to rely a lot on my wisdom and intuition and my confidence um, in, in my larger path and what I feel very passionate about to guide me, right? Um, and that's been something where I've had to like trust myself Um, Because I do have this fear because of maybe society, how it's been structured is that if you choose these alternative routes, which is like artistry or something that's less traditional, then you can be a pauper, you know, or, like, be poor, and then you won't ever have your shit together. Right. You know, all the fucking wrong things could happen, and so I I do have this fear of kind of unraveling all the time, Um, and also, you know, I spoke to being a mom, like, even as a mom, like, sometimes I feel like I don't have my shit together, (laughs) and, like, Mm. I I need to have my shit together for my child, because she's relying on me, and I'm the one paying all the bills, and so, like, I can't afford to not have my shit together, and so I've even, like, relied on very spiritual things like I've asked for readings you know to tell me like should I be doing getting this job or should I be going here because I need to make more resource or or whatever you know I've had to I've I've gone and and stepped out of that identity of being you know or that consideration that I am the oracle and that I need to trust um and I've been okay you know like the truth is is like I've been okay things have worked out and ultimately I make all the best decisions for my life and I have the toolkit needed to be successful. And um, yeah, that's just me kind of sharing a personal tidbit of like that fear of unraveling. And then when you try to make a choice to get some external validation because you feel kind of off center, um, you know, you know remember the practice of like go into a quiet place don't be impulsive don't don't stress it too much you know and and really look at your yes and no be your be your own pendulum and also just trust in the bigger picture you know um
0: no i mm -hmm. feel that i totally can relate you know as a mother and as a single mother um to to what you just said and you know i think even when I consult the Oracle a lot of times. It is connected to my own personal survival and mm-hmm. the way that I am able to show up for Yazzi. Um, because the reality is like when a child is born, a mother is born. Yeah. Um, so I I used to tell Yazzy, I'm like, hey, this is my first <laughs> this is my <laughs> this is my first time doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was dead serious <laughs>
1: that's so true
0: yeah you know yeah. and and sometimes I, I just be having to have those come Jesus moments with Yazi, like look I'm trying my best yeah you know I'm not always right this is not really about me always being right this is about me trying to make the best decisions that I can make for us and yeah. that's all we can do yeah and um you know, I would have to say that we've been fine. There, there have definitely been hiccups, and you know, being a yoga instructor is not too far off from, you know, the the type of lifestyle that artists live. Um, but you know, I, I recently wrote in my blog. Go check out the blog, y'all. Wow, okay. woman, daily. Um, I wrote in my blog about how I had to tap into my intuition intuition when navigating the yoga industry because you know there are. There are um, a lot of interesting factors: um, being a black woman, being an anomaly, and then riding that wave of either having people say, "You're so great," and you know we, we want to continue to support you in your expansion. And then when you do have that self-awareness and you know, strong intuition, the other side of it is that whole you're entitled mm. peace. And that's why I really was talking about, you know, when you had that Freudian slip and said the solar plexus, I really was like, no, the solar plexus is important because there will be people that will try to challenge you um, when it comes to your own inner knowing. Mm -hmm. And you have to be fortified because you can be thrown off from people that don't trust themselves and think that they need to give you input into your own knowledge. Better drop the word. Mm hmm. So, um, I can really appreciate, you know, just hearing your story and even having you as, as someone that helps me to really hone in and, uh, feel fortified in myself when it, when it comes to cultivating my own, um, third eye center. Same. So thank you. Yeah. Same, same. So we do have a practical application component. Component. I made that word up. <laughs> <laughs> it's potent and it's a component. Okay. It's a potent component. Okay. So it's a com- component. Y'all. Okay. All right. Here we go. You can write this down. And remember, this is a pre-recording. So you can also press rewind. Write a self-trust affirmation. It could be something simple like, I am my greatest guy over the next few days, weeks, or months. Notice when you second guess yourself. Each time you do repeat this mantra in your head or aloud. Remember on this journey, there are no wrong turns. No wrong turns. And you know what? I want to add to the practical application that, that practice that you suggested like feeling your yes and your no's. yes I love that sit in a quiet place and just say
1: yes 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 see how your body feels say no 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 see how you know your shoulders respond your neck responds Mm -hmm. your lungs even your breath changes um and then you'll be able to do that and it's like should I be talking to him your body's like, no. And then
0: your whole body starts <laughs> to ball up. Shut up. <laughs> If your body balls up, it's a no. It's a no. Okay. Um,
1: oh. Or her or them or they.
0: Yeah. But. That's right. All right. Beautiful people. It's been real. Thank you so much, Imani. As always, I appreciate talking to you and exchanging with you.
1: Yeah. I'm grateful to be here again.
0: Love you. Appreciate you all. Love you. Peace. Peace. Until next time, yours in truth and wellness. Satya House. Until next time, yours in truth and wellness. Satya House.